Coming up this week on Expedition Retirement, brought to you by Golden Reserve, a tax opportunity that you probably don't want to miss. How to fill in the gap if your 401k doesn't fill enough income in retirement. And the new number that you're going to need out of pocket for health care in retirement. All that coming up today on Expedition Retirement. This is Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler from Golden Reserve. We think of retirement as a mountain, right? You work your way up the mountain, you save, you work hard, and you have a certain advice that gets you to the top. But when you get to the top, everything changes. Climbing that mountain to retirement is only the first step. Do you have what you need to get down Retirement Mountain? And welcome once again to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. My name is Randy Cook, here each week with Greg as we talk through some of the concerns that people come in with all the time as they get ready for retirement. They're planning, they put all the money away, and then it comes time to actually use that money, and then all the question marks start. That's where we come in here at Golden Reserve. Greg, how are you doing today? I'm doing a little better, Randy. I uh, I know I canceled the radio show last week. I was bedridden. I was literally shooting TV for two straight days, we did eight shows, 20 commercials, and roughly probably five or six digital social media videos in two days. Wore so you out. They, uh, they sucked the life out of me. Um, and then I got back at like midnight, and my wife was like shaking me in the middle. And I was like, wow, wow, wow. And she's like, you were telling stories. You were pouring sweat. Ended up getting like a traveling nurse to come give me an IV bag the next day. I was like hysterical. So I was not in a good place. In other news, though, I've been getting a lot of notes. My mom finally won and I cut my hair. Um, you know, it, it finally happened. My mom literally would post on and call in the shows and say, that guy needs to cut his hair. Mm -hmm. He needs to shave. <laughs> so unfortunately, I cut my hair. Now everyone's like, your hair looks so good, which is really like a backhand comment of your hair looked like crap when it was long. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. it. Yes, it's short. I've cut it. I've got it. You know, I got a grown up Dan Rather haircut right now. This is the, you know, the marketing team basically said, if you cut your hair, you're probably going to get a couple more calls. Mm hmm and that's really all it took. Um, so it basically, I got faded up. I am now, you know, I guess grown up professional hairstyle, Greg, no longer my long hair. My son hates it. The rest of my family likes it. Lily loves the fact that I don't have a man, you know, a, a man samurai yeah. uh, top anymore. She hated it. So, of course, every chance I had around her friends, I would wear, you know, my hair up just to drive her crazy. <laughs> so that fun is gone. Dad loses again. I am now a professional looking person that you expect on a financial radio show. How the mighty have fallen. You know, yeah, he was here and uh, and the, the bun was there and people were saying, there's a man bun, man bun looking good. And he goes, no. This is a samurai. And so uh, so the samurai's yeah. gone now. Oh, well. Samurai not is gone. Oh, well. All right. Well, we'll move on. Imagine the day that they get you in a suit coat. That'll be something, huh? It'll be something. <laughs> it will be something. <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk a little, uh, little uh, retirement here. And one of the things that we all come to retirement with, for the most part, is a 401k. And uh, we all know that, uh, as some people refer to it as a tax time bomb, you've been putting all this money in there, as they say, tax deferred. So what do you do about that? Well, right now we're looking at some of the lowest tax rates we have had in, in the history of our country. Uh, it's the Trump tax cuts that started in 2017. Now, those are going to expire at the end of next year. So people are talking about moving money from your 401k over to a Roth 
Ed Slot is the guy that you see all the time on public TV. This is what he has to say about that. Remember, a lot of your IRA is a debt owed back to the government. Your IRA is an IOU to the IRS. Your IRA is a joint account with Uncle Sam. But here's the difference. With a regular joint account, you generally own half. You have a joint account with Uncle Sam where you don't know what his half will be. That's yet to be determined based on how much money the government needs at the time you take that money out. Now you do know what the rates are. You're in control. All right. Ed's got a very good point, doesn't he, Greg? He does. You know, I, I like Ed Slot stuff. If you guys don't get a chance, he does a lot of speaking across the country. We've heard him speak a couple times. He does a really good job making, you know, I think the jumble of IRA rules easy to understand. As you could tell by the way he phrased a lot of things, he's he's very successful on the retirement circuit across the country. I know he spends a lot of time in the villages down in Florida doing a lot of speaking events. We have some peers that use him down there, and, and I, I think he's right, Randy. So we've been screaming at the top of our lungs for almost 14 years now about tax planning. And what most people don't realize is there's not a lot of opportunities to plan for taxes if you plan on spending your money. And anybody that tells you otherwise is lying. They're lying or it's not probably on the up and up and you have to say it back to them. And like if the IRS audited you, would you want to explain this to them? Hmm. Does that feel like an arm's length transaction, giving it to your cousin and then putting a put out, you know, like these things don't usually work. So when we think of tax planning, the only opportunity we have is with our IRA. You know, you know, with most retirees, it's the only opportunity you have to actually save money in taxes. And ironically, it's ignored 90 percent of the time. It's ignored because most people are going to say, you don't have to touch until you're 73, Randy. Why would you pay taxes if you didn't have to? Oh, you know, look at the tax rates, Randy. Would you really want to pay Uncle Sam more? These are the things that your financial advisor is telling you. Mm-hmm. And most people are like, yeah, dude, that stinks. I don't want to pay taxes. That sounds terrible. Who wants to pay taxes? It's like, no, I don't want to. It's like asking to do cardio. I don't want to do any cardio. <laughs> I don't want to go for a run. Gross. I'll do some push-ups, but I'm not going to go for a I run. I don't want to eat broccoli. No. 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 God, I'm not going to go for a jog. <laughs> What am I, a marathon runner? No. I'm a, you know, these are the things that we have to do if we want to win. And and when we build our tax map, our team of CPAs build it for every client. And what it does is it outlines when and how much to take out of your IRA because they've told you your whole life how to put it in. They just never tell you how to take it out. Mm-hmm. So when we start thinking through, all right, when do I take it out? How much do I take out? And whether it be a Roth conversion or you just take it out, it doesn't matter for us. You're paying the tax, so that's all we care about. So whether you're converting it to a Roth, and most times if you're not going to spend it, that probably makes more sense so that it can grow tax-free. Or if you're just going to take it out and spend it, then who cares? But at at the end of the day, Randy, when we break this down, the opportunity is huge, huge. And it's huge because of what happens when you don't plan. People are like, well, okay, you know, maybe I have to pay taxes later, so what? That's actually not what happens. You pay more taxes later, regardless of where the tax rates grow. And let me explain to you why. He's saying he's just afraid that tax rates are going to go up. I'm saying even if tax rates are flat, you're going to pay more in taxes. It's because of the widows and the kiddos penalty. It's quite simple. And obviously, Ed does touch on this sometimes. When you pass, you go from a couple filing tax rate to a single filing tax rate. Those rates increase. And a lot of times when you could have got that IRA out of 10 or 15%, now you're going to pay 20%. And then when you pass away or when your surviving spouse passes away and it goes to your kids, they're at their highest earning tax rates. They don't pay at your retired tax rates, they pay at their earning tax rates, which means that they're in their highest earning, probably if they're in their 60s mm-hmm. or late 50s, and they inherit your IRA, they're going to end up getting taxed at that higher rate, which again could go to the 30s or even 40s. So if you're talking about an IRA that's a half a million dollars, Randy, 
We're talking about the difference between 50000 if you have a plan, if you have a tax map, or using Uncle Sam waiting till 73 and then taking the minimum, and it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and that can gets kicked, and the rates go up and up, you could end up paying 200000 mm-hmm. 200000 of your $500,000 IRA goes to Uncle Sam if you use Uncle Sam's plan, which is no plan at all. Or if you have a tax map with Golden Reserve, Randy, we can a lot of times get that out for 10 or even 15% over the course of retirement, methodically picking it out and making sure that you don't spike your Medicare payments, you don't get things out of whack. But at the end of the day, Randy, having a plan is so important, and that is tax planning in retirement for the majority of retirees. So is there an age early and an age late? Uh, I've heard people say that you got to do this by age 55 or don't do it. I've heard people say that once you get into your 70s, don't do it. So there's obviously a window here. Is, is that a hard and fast rule, or is it individual for everyone? No, no. I mean, it has to be after 59 and a half. Right, because there's a penalty involved. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it has to be. So, no, it doesn't matter at all. As long as you're retired. Okay. The, the, not, it, I mean, you, ironically, as long as one of you don't pass away and the tax rates don't go up, mm-hmm. you don't lose any opportunity. And even if they do go up a little bit, you're still getting a much more benefit than you are waiting to seeing what a single filing tax rate or your kids filing tax rates are going to be in their earning years. So no matter what, it's never too late. I would say on average, Randy, it's about seven years. It takes about seven years to get your IRA, regardless of the size. People think, well, if it's bigger, it doesn't matter. Actually, it doesn't because the the savings actually get very de minimis outside of that seven. And at most, maybe a 10-year. We've seen a couple 10-year plans. At the end of the day, that's the goal is to get that outside. And then it goes to your spouse without paying any tax. It goes to your kids without paying any tax. And most of all, it doesn't go to Uncle Sam. You know, at the end of the day, I think that's what people care about. Don't overpay taxes. Don't voluntarily pay more taxes than you have to. That's what the tax map does. And it's part of every roadmap. We do it at no cost, Randy. And we'll do it for you. If most of your money is in a 401k and that, you know, you raise your hand. Yeah, that's me. Uh, a lot of us have most of our retirement money in a 401k. So this affects you. So why not at least have this analysis done? It, we call it a tax map. It's with every roadmap for retirement. Give us a call. Give us a look at our website. Getyourroadmap.com. Very easy. Getyourroadmap.com. We'll ask you to put in a little information information there. Our team will reach out to you or you can reach out to us right now. Start the same process. 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. Well, speaking of that 401k, the guy who invented it, his name is Ted Benna. You may have known that name. Maybe not. But Ted Benna was just recently interviewed on a show called The Baby Boomer Dilemma. And he realizes he put this thing together and it's been great, except it doesn't pay a paycheck in the end like a pension. So Ted Bennett was asked about that, and he basically says the last part of this is really up to you. Most people who are retiring today, where their retirement savings are 401k and IRAs, should seriously consider committing maybe half or more of that money to a monthly fixed income guaranteed life income annuity. Because managing your investments today to provide a stream of income for 20, 30 years during retirement is a major challenge. And, you know, that's one way that you can at least lock up into some guaranteed fixed income. It's the most secure way. So, Greg, is the first step to sit down and say, all right, let's get this thing out of the tax wash. And then the second step would be let's make it into an income check. He says one of the ways to do that is with an annuity. I don't know if that's the second step. If you read my book, Fire Your Financial Advisor, I actually break down in 1978, how the 401k happened. Believe it or not, Randy, it wasn't a retirement plan. 
Really? 401k was not built for that. So just so we're 100% clear, it was built for high net worth executives to defer comp. Interesting. That was the purpose of the 401k provision of the IRS code of 1978. So they actually did that to allow people to defer comp for executives. And then what happened was some clever consulting company said, hey, you know, we could read that it means this. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. employers could actually start contributing to some retirees. And frankly, that didn't do anything, Randy. What changed everything is when they allowed it coming out of payroll. Okay. That's when that really jumped into high gear, when, when, when companies could start pulling it out of payroll directly, and that was permitted by the IRS guidelines is when, the, the, is when it jumped, you know, in the 80s. And people could kill the pension expense, mm-hmm. really. I mean, that was the company's, you know, aha, let's have people pay for their own retirement, and that saves a huge amount of money from us having to fund these bloated pensions in Wall Street. Mm-hmm. And we could sell it as a win for retirees. Um, so if you want to read more about that, obviously I talk about – Basically, all of these things, how, you know, retirees were exploited, and there was no information in the 80s, too, so people didn't know. Um, So it's called Fire Your Financial Advisor, 40 Years of Greed and Exploitation of the American Retiree and How You Can Fight Back. Uh, It's an Amazon bestseller. Obviously, you can just tune in there or go to fireyourfinancialadvisor.com and uh, take a peek. And if you put radio in, I think you get it for half off, Randy. Mm -hmm. So those are some fun things you can do to take a peek. But when it comes to what people should be doing, when it comes to trying to figure out what income they need in retirement. I, I think be careful on committing to fairy dust and unicorns and leprechauns and, you know, you know, the old lucky charms, gold at the end of the rainbow kind of pun growing up. You know, people always say, well, you could, Randy, do you want $5,000 for the rest of your life every month? And you're like, yes. well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. You know, Scooby Doo. Okay. Yeah. You know, Sco- okay, Large. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I want, I want five thousand a month. Yeah. It's like, so what does that cost? You're just paying yourself back your own money, and they're charging a fee. Mm-hmm. So be very careful about income-driven promises from annuities. We use a ton of annuities. We use equities, but we rarely use income-based annuities because, at the end of the day, they're built on a chassis of twenty years where you pay yourself 5% of your money back over the course of your lifetime. So you're literally paying them to pay yourself your money back where you could just take your own money out okay. that you need. People spend less the longer they get into retirement, so it's not linear. There's a bunch of risks. So what we like to do with every client is we build a fence around their assets. You know, we're, Our approach is a little different. We're not going to dive in and talk about investments. We're going to sit there and say, all right, what are the four things that can make your investments go away? And it's fees, taxes, market risk, and long-term care. We just talked about taxes. And we're talking about overpaying fees to your advisor, overpaying for fees in your investments. You know, we talk about market risk of obviously a market crash and long-term care going to nursing home. And we'll talk about some of those later in the show today. Mm -hmm. But once we get our plan fixed, we're like, what's your plan for each of these? Do you not have a plan? How do we implement a plan? What are the gaps? We get that kind of protected. Then we turn around and say, all right, Randy, what did you spend last year? What do you mean? Yeah, let's go through what you spent. And let's see what income you had. Let's see where it's at. You're like, okay. So we break that down. And we say, all right, look, Randy, you spent X dollars. You know, you spent $4,000 a month. Mm-hmm. And, and you're like, okay, that seems right. And then you say, all right, well, let's project that out for the next 25 years. And let's see what money's left over in your bucket. And then we're like, hey, Randy, you have $817,000 left over spending like you did last year. Do you feel like we need another income stream mm-hmm. that you have to pay for? And you're like, well, no, of course not. What I'd like to see is... You go on a couple more golf trips yeah. and you do a little bit more traveling. And that's what our income tent does. We project it out 25 years uh, and we update it every year to show folks what's going to be left in 25 years from the date we run it. So every year we keep doing it 25 years. Why? 
it gives you confidence. We know if you're in your 80s or, you know, it, it may be silly to project out another 25 years, but we don't care. Those are the things that we want to ensure people are seeing with their own eyes. You're not going to run out of money. Spend more of it. And that keeps people from taking on too much risk. A lot of times people will get talked into taking on too much risk. Oh, Randy, you need an 8% return. You need a 10% return to do everything you want in retirement. And you're like, what are you talking about? I just have this income tent here that shows me I can do whatever I want, just like I'm doing with 5% returns. And I'm going to have almost a million dollars after 25 years. So you're lying. And they are lying. They're lying because they want to keep your money in the market, taking on risks that you don't need, or they want to sell you income products that you don't need. I don't know, you know, what this gentleman, Ted Benno, was getting at in terms of just guaranteeing and locking up your income permanently for the next 20 or 30 years. You know, I don't love that idea either. I like something in the middle. Mm -hmm. I like safe, predictable investments that we have access to. So if you need to take a little bit more money out one year versus the other, because you decide, hey, we're going to buy a new car. Okay. You got the money. Next year, you're not buying a new car. Maybe you're going to Hawaii. Okay. And I think these are the things that how you live your retirement matters. And if you're not analyzing what Randy's actually doing his retirement and trying to use some freaking equation that was made up by some guy in Wall Street, it never works. Shockingly, you're always going to have to take on more risk. Shockingly, you're always going to have to work longer. Shockingly, you're always going to have to pay more fees. Their models don't work for retirees. So in the Midwest, we focus almost all of our effort on getting to understand what people are actually spending and using their patterns of spending to essentially forecast what investments we need to choose. What a novel idea, right, Randy? Let's actually see what people need versus what they want. And then let's build around that because everybody always wants more. I want more. I want more cake. I want more ranch dressing. I want more burgers. I want more pizza. I want more vacations. But let's just figure out what you need. And most baby boomers have lived their whole life functioning off what they need. Mm -hmm. And I think they understand that. And I think that's a huge win for retirees to not have to overbuy, overrisk, overcomplicate their retirement plan. And the income tent is part of every roadmap we build. And it does it for everybody. And it lays out the whole path, Randy. It's a great tool. And it's a different experience because for the first time across the financial person, they're going to say, why don't you spend some more money? Which is going to feel weird because you've probably never heard that before. Yeah. I think that that's the big question that we all come to a meeting at Golden Reserve. You sit down and you're, you're, you're full of anxiety because you're asking the question, did I do enough? Did I save enough? I, I got the papers out on the table here. Is this enough? And what Greg is saying so many times, you go, yeah, you've done enough. You've made the sacrifices. You've saved. Now go spend and enjoy, and we'll show you how to do that. That's what the roadmap does. Give us a call. Give us a look on our website, getyourroadmap.com. Let's have that meeting and find out exactly what it is we need per month, and let's figure it out how to do it. Uh, we're going to go through market risk with the market flashlight, the tax map, the fee filter, the long-term care compass, and we're going to start with that income tent as well. Give us a look, getyourroadmap.com, or give us a call, 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. We often use the term climbing the mountain when talking about doing something difficult. Your 30-year work life is a lot like that. You get to the top, plant your flag, and retire. Now what? Did you know that 75% of deaths on Mount Everest happen on the way down? You need a new guide. Go to our website and you'll see that mountain. Meet one of our retirement planners and we'll show you how to get down Retirement Mountain. Find us at GetYourRoadmap.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, find us at GetYourRoadmap.com if it's time to 
Talk about your retirement. How is this all going to work? You've been saving your whole life. You've you've got five hundred thousand, a million dollars, a million and a half. You saved it all in this four hundred one k, and you say to yourself, "What are we going to do? How is this all going to work?" Well, you've come to the right place. This is the place where we show you how it's all going to work. And one of the things that's the big question mark out there is. How much am I going to need for health care? The Employee Benefit Research Group every year does this study. And here's the new number. The out-of-pocket expenses for a couple over 20 years is now at $413,000. That is a big number. That's over 20 years, but it's still a big number, Greg. And that doesn't include what could be the biggest cost associated with health care, and that's long-term care. So how do we sit down and talk through that? I know that that's kind of a touchy subject for everybody, but it's one that needs to take place. It is. You know, I always tell people, you don't plan for your house to burn down, but you still have homeowner's insurance. There you go. And that's how you should view nursing home, you know, and health care issues is, you know what, I don't want to go in a nursing home. Nobody does. But I sure as heck going to have a plan so I don't impoverish my spouse or, or burden my children with making a litany of decisions they have no idea what I want. Yeah, I think most people know if you follow the show that, you know, we have an estate planning and elder care law, uh, law firm by trade at my, you know, I'm an attorney that practiced in that world for almost a decade. So we are very familiar with nursing home crises, uh, very familiar with VA benefits, Medicaid benefits, how Medicare works, and, and obviously understanding how to build trusts that protect your assets from long-term care. And one of the things we did over the years as we were going through this is, you know, you really get a feel on how families deal with it. You know, there's there's those that brush it under the rug and there's people that want to get out in front of it and just get it done. Let's take the eat the frog kind of mentality. Let's get this done. You know, this happened to my parents or my grandparents and almost universally it's an event and it can be an event of your parents, your grandparents or a loved one where you're all of a sudden there's that oh shoot moment of this is very real. And then they start seeing that first bill. They see that bill that's $7,000 from the facility, and then they realize Medicare doesn't pay. You know, I had a phone conversation with a very close friend regarding her father in Dayton, Ohio, and they were breaking down, you know, what to do. And they said, well, you know, Medicare, right? And I'm like, Medicare doesn't pay. Hmm. And they're like, what about home care? And they're like, that's all out of pocket. It's all private. And they're like, what? And then they were trying to, you know, figure out, well, what's hospice? They're like, we didn't want to do hospice. And I was like, dude, hospice pays for everything if you're eligible. So like we're breaking down all these things and, and and that's really what our goal is with our retirees is to say, you know what, let's have a plan. We don't have to plan to go in a facility, but let's figure out what you want if something bad really happens, a stroke, Alzheimer's, dementia, any cognitive disorders, Parkinson's, let's, let's figure out what we're going to do and then let's build a plan around it. And a lot of times people are so relieved because they're so tired of being sold financial stuff. Uh, we don't do long-term care insurance. That doesn't mean it's bad. You know, if you have it, great. But in our experience, people are regularly pretty dissatisfied with the premium increases, with the amount of coverage, with, you know, all the headache, the the poking, the the recon. So what we do is we use legal tools. We call it our long-term care compass. It's part of every roadmap. You sit down with our attorneys across the Midwest, and, and we basically then break down, hey, here are the options. And you can protect your house, you can protect some of your investments. As long as it's in this trust instrument for five years, the nursing home can't touch it. And that gives it access to your spouse or access to your kids. Um, it's really kind of advanced gifting that still gives you some control. And that's been a really good fit for a lot of our clients across the Midwest, particularly if you have homes or, or insurance or annuities or something that you want to sock away that could be there for kind of break the glass moments. And as you get more and more shoved over into your trust, then you feel more and more secure that there's more of a nest egg on the side if something bad does happen. 
And I think that's the magic, Randy, is you just want to be prepared. And this is a huge risk. Everybody knows it's over $100,000 a year almost. And, you know, average stays getting close to three or four years. So, I mean, it's a very, very real reality for retirees that are aging right now. And I think it's scary. And it doesn't have to be as scary as long as you have a plan, Randy. That's our goal with our long-term care compasses to sit down with attorneys that do this for a living to sit down with our retirement planners and just to put our heads together and say, here's some options that you can put in place to backstop this issue if it ever arises. And I think, you know, a lot of times getting your healthcare private attorneys, your financial private attorneys, your living wills, everything updated is also a huge part of the process. Just make sure that the right drivers are lined up if you can drive. And if you have this in your family, a grandparent or a parent that has gone through this, you know exactly what Greg is talking about. And it's a little easier for you to talk about if you don't have any history of this in your family. It's a little more difficult, but there's always a first time. And you probably have some friends who have parents and grandparents that have gone through it as well. It is very expensive. And it is something that, I mean, could take more of your money away than a, than a market crash. Everybody's worried about the market. This is really the big danger in retirement. Give us a call. Give us a look on our website. Get your road. Map.com is our website, and you can call us as well at 855-546-2074, and let's get that conversation going. All right, I'm going to go to the, the part of the show that Greg just loves the most, and that's where I get one of the talking heads from the financial networks telling us what's going to happen, and Greg goes, okay. So this is David Rosenberg, and he's on CNBC, and he says, folks, that whole recession thing that's out there that everybody keeps talking about, it's still on the horizon. I think it's premature, and I thought all along premature to throw in the recession towel like so many others have because it hasn't happened yet. There's still a significant pipeline of tightening from the damage the Fed's already done that's going to be seeping into the economy this year. You know, everybody did the same thing in 07. Where's this recession? Where's this recession? Then in 08, oops. Same thing in 2000. You know, where's the recession? Where's the recession? And then in 2001, oops, there it is. Oops, there it is. There's the song right there. Okay. Look at Randy go. <laughs> he says there's an 85% chance that this year we will have a recession. So, you know, somebody who's going to retire this year who's been putting off their meeting hears that stuff and, and nonstop on the financial networks, and they can get scared, Greg, and they can start making emotional moves with their money. What do you All say? Right, well, I'd say that his... Entry-level designation is important. He is an economist. Right. Which means instead of his 85% probability, I'll give you 100% probability. There's 100% probability he has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> Economists and weathermen are the only people that are not held accountable throughout their entire lives to ever be right because they don't have to be. Economists are a joke, right? Like this guy just wants people to click on his you know, link, click on whatever he's selling. 85%. Get out of here. Why do you make up 85%? Like there's some guy. Get the, come on, man. Come on. It's my favorite part of the show. I just don't I just don't get it. Like, how could people be so disingenuous? Like he doesn't know. And if every month he says it, eventually he's gonna be right, right? The broken watch rule. Like mm -hmm. eventually he'd be like, I told you. Mm -hmm. I told you. Like, David, you've been saying this for three years now. Yep. You're you're basically one for thirty six in terms of the months you predicted this. That's not good. <laughs> now, is there nuggets of truth to what he's saying? Of course. You know, I don't blame the Fed. The Fed did. Dude, interest rates at zero percent make no sense. Right. It ruined the actually having interest rates as low as they were screwed up everything. Mm -hmm. It screwed up for businesses. It screwed up for you know employers. Couldn't get the right type of obviously help. People were buying companies they shouldn't have been buying because capital was free. So. 
interest rates are probably where they need to be, and they're probably not going anywhere. If if I was in charge, which I'm not, but if I was, this is where we should be, right? You right. know, four, five, six, whatever. Like th- that's where interest rates should be. It's supposed to be obviously enough to ensure a balance in terms of what we're doing in terms of debt and and obviously interest rates. And I think when we look at what he's saying, are people out of work? Yes. Are people being laid off? Yes. Is spending decreasing? Yes. Is the deal market done? I mean, most people don't track private equity, but obviously that's in our world. You know, no one's doing any deals. Nobody. Mm -hmm. No one is buying. Private equity companies are not buying and selling over the last probably six to seven months. Investment bankers are getting laid off left and right across the entire country. The people that broker these deals, that's what investment banking is, right? Like they're the ones that are the brokers. They sell and buy. They help sellers and buyers of companies kind of connect. They're getting laid off left and right. That's not a good sign. Like when deal markets slow down, and that's where the big money's moving, right? You're buying and selling hundreds, if not billions of dollars of assets and creating wealth and obviously profit, which then leads to consumption. And when that slows down, it just slows everything on and everything's kind of on a delay. So are things going to be weird the next, you know, however long period? Probably. I don't know. I know that it shouldn't matter if you're retired, right? Like if you're banking on the market in retirement, you're probably losing the game already. You should be like, I don't really care what the market does because my money's set away in safe and predictable, you know, situations where I'm not betting on what freaking David Rovenstein or Rosenberg thinks. <laughs> no, I'm going to bet on what I think, which is I don't I've already done my income tent. My assets are protected. I can go anywhere I want across the country with my spouse. I can go take my grandkids on any vacation I want. I can really do whatever I want in retirement and I don't need to take on any risk. That's what the magic of the market flashlight is, Randy. Once we build a plan, you then realize how silly it is to drive 95 miles an hour in retirement when you should be going 25 with the windows down. Mm-hmm. Little Bob Seeger, you know what I'm talking about? I hear you. All right. You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? Why is, you know, I know what, I know what's happening. The Eddie's and the Ray's and the Merrill's and the Morgan's get paid money. If your money's in the market, they're stock pickers, mm-hmm. they're stock guessers. And if their money's not in the market, they don't get their 1% fee or 1.25% fee or whatever they're charging nowadays. And that to me is the injustice is they're convincing you, you need more. When in reality, you don't. You just need to stay the course of whatever you're doing, have some nice investments that are are reasonable, that don't take on too much risk, and then just sit back and put the windows down, man. Like There's no reason to be risking your life savings right now and worrying about where the market's going to go. You shouldn't be watching CNBC or, or Fox Business or whatever you watch. You shouldn't be watching those things. You should be watching your grandkids play soccer. You should be, you know, obviously watching the sunset in Hawaii. Those are the things you should be watching. If you're staring at the S&P every morning, you're, you've got it wrong. Yeah. You know, that, that's not what retirement's about. Retirement obviously should be exciting and your investment portfolio should be boring. And if your team can't do that, let us show you how. Let us build a market flashlight, Randy. Obviously, we're going to show you what risk you're taking. And then we'll see if that matches to the risk you actually need to enjoy your retirement by pairing in that income tent, Randy. We do it for everyone. We do it at no cost. You know, there was, used to be that uh, saying about computers, garbage in, garbage out. And if you're watching CNBC all day, you're watching Fox Business all day, that's a lot. There's a lot of garbage there. There really is. And when you spit that back, that's what your worries are going to be. Let's take that off the table for you. Let's have the meeting and talk about how your investments can be comfortable for you and boring so that you can go out and have an exciting retirement. Give us a look at our website, which is GetYourRoadmap.com. Get yourroadmap.com, or give us a call at 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. 
855-546-2074. If you've saved $500,000 or more for retirement, and that's not that hard these days, you take a look at the 401k and everything that you've done, it's very common. Let's sit down and protect that money and make that money last for you in your retirement years. Again, 855-546-2074. We'll take a break. Come right back with more Expedition Retirement. Why would someone write a book called Fire Your Financial Advisor? Greg Ayler, the president of Golden Reserve, believes there's something seriously wrong with the financial industry. It's an industry that gets paid on how much you've saved. So when you spend your money, they take a pay cut. You see the conflict? They have a vested interest in keeping your money in the stock market and at risk. Greg believes there's a better way. When you call to talk about your retirement, you'll get a free copy. Or go to fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. Coming up in the second half of Expedition Retirement, is your retirement provider getting dinged and passing the cost on to you? How divorce actually affects retirement and a retirement lesson today from Tom Selleck, Magnum P.I. Okay, let's see how that all goes. All right. Every month or a lot, we see stories about big banks that get fined millions of dollars. You saw Wells Fargo. You've seen a lot of these things. A hundred million dollars. But these things are literally a slap on the wrist for these big companies. They don't even seem to doesn't make any mind to them. Jordan Belfort was the guy who was in the movie. The Wolf of Wall Street, the real guy. He was the guy that Leonardo DiCaprio played. And he sat down with Tucker Carlson and he talked about these big banks getting these big fines. From the beginning, it was set up with a two-tiered system where the big firms basically were protected, right? And, you know, when they got in trouble, they did things so egregious that it was undeniably egregious, they'd pay a small fine and move on. Classic Wall Street. So on one hand, they create massive value. On the other hand, they rape and pillage the village. And it's the average investor and the average person that bears the brunt of that. All right. So when when a big company gets fined $100 million, I go, wow, that's bad news. But a slap on the wrist for them. But now we are starting to pay for that cost. How does that work, Greg? You know, I think that's a huge point that he's hitting the nail on the head. If you look at, uh, obviously, Fire Your Financial Advisor, my book, I do an entire chapter on fees. Mm -hmm. I do a chapter on these fines. Particularly Edward Jones, they were they were world class in figuring out how to just continue to keep paying the fines, and keep rolling, and keep winning. Sadly enough, and and, and when you have things, I'm looking at the book right now. Obviously, around page 96 is where it's at. But they just have so much income, right? They had 12.3 billion dollars of revenue in 2021, Randy. Right? I, I mean, I, I, it just makes these you know fines kind of disappear. Now they hear they probably paid, I mean, of disclosed, who knows what undisclosed money they had to pay, but a quarter billion, a quarter billion in fines. And we're like, gosh, that seems like a lot. That I mean, that's a rounding error. That's like appetizer money for Penny Pennington, right? Like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, people do the analysis. And I think he's right that we end up paying as consumers, right? Think about when McDonald's got sued because that silly lady spilled hot coffee right. and she was like, I can't believe it's hot. And then they, all of a sudden the cups were hotter, so they had to rerun all their cups. And mm -hmm. then they turned around. And what happened about a month later? Coffee was about 13 cents more. Okay. And everyone was like, oh, so I'm just paying for more hot coffee because this silly lady spilled hot coffee on herself? Mm -hmm. Yes. You think McDonald's like, nope, you got us. We're going to eat this one. We're going to eat it. We're not, we're, we learned our lesson. Now they're like, all right, well. It's too bad. Consumers, okay. you pay. Yeah. And I think the same things with financial advisors. When we're not paying attention and we don't change our buying habits and we don't demand more 
as a as a group, they just pass on the buck, right? When when Edward Jones gets charged a quarter billion dollars, they're not like, you know what? No retreats this year. Nope. <laughs> of course not. No bonuses. No, no sorry. bonuses. <laughs> we we're gonna we're gonna really we really learned our lesson. Mm-hmm. No, they're gonna like, all right, well, whatever. We'll just increase everyone's fee to point three five. Right. You know, and, and we'll just take more kickbacks from the from American funds, mm-hmm. and we'll just change that around and. So what? Gotcha. We'll just keep building up offices where there's nobody. And and I think that is the sad reality is that when we look at what's going on behind the curtain, as consumers, we have to change our buying behaviors. And, you know, there's been examples of that recently, right? If you follow the news, obviously Target took a big hit. Bud Light got, had, had a terrible, yeah. obviously, run in 2023. And whether politically... You believe that's correct or it's not correct. At the end of the day, the consumer does have power. Mm -hmm. And it just shows you, you know, if you stop buying people's stuff, they either have to modify their behaviors or they go out of business. Mm -hmm. You know, just that's just the the, the marketplace. And for so long, we haven't demanded more. We should demand more from the financial industry. And we've just kind of sat back and said, well, you know, my financial advisor goes to my church, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. He or she's pretty nice, and I'm going to let them take a uh, you know 1.25 percent out of my account every year. I don't know when they take it out, but I let them, you know. And, and it's like, really? So what are they doing? Oh, they do my retirement. What's that mean? Do your retirement? Do they do tax planning? Well, no, 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 they don't do any tax planning. Do they do any legal planning? No, oh, no, no, they don't do any legal planning either. Huh? So what? It, are are you telling me they push a button and put you in the same investments everybody else gets? Yeah, that's exactly what they do. That's exactly what they do. But they're really nice. Did I mention they go to my church? Did I mention that they're in the Kiwanis Club? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's great. And at the end of the day, we should demand more from our financial advisors. And when we built Golden Reserve, we said, as a law firm, we saw it happening. We're like, what is going on? People aren't taking care of retirees. They're not building custom plans. They're just allocating assets, crossing the fingers, and hoping the market goes up. And if it doesn't, they blame the market. When it does, they take credit for it. It's the it, it's the ultimate economist. Financial advisors became the new economist or the new weatherman. They were never accountable. And this this just gives me a headache when I think about it because at the end of the day, it's people's life savings, and it shouldn't be in the market, and it shouldn't be taking on all this risk, and they should be providing tax planning and legal planning. And that's why we built Golden Reserve, three shops under one roof, right? Finance, legal, and tax, because that's the only way you can do retirement planning. Retirement planning is a lot more. It's about a lot more than just picking meta stock. Wow, what you you genius, right? Like anyone knows, like the irony of this, like anyone knows what's going to happen. Like this is what frustrates me, because if you're your guy or gal, right, I'm guessing they drive probably the same kind of car as you. I'm guessing you see their house around the corner might be a little nicer, might be the same. Do you think if they knew where the stock market was going, they'd be driving a Taurus? <laughs> do you? Like, do you think they'd be in your small town? No. They'd have a place in the Hamptons, and they'd have a place in Paris, and they'd have a Shanghai apartment. Like, they would be all, they'd be jet setters. But they don't. They don't know where the market's going because nobody does, and no one ever has. Because if they did, they would rule the world. But instead, our entire success ratio is based on something they have no control over. We say when the stock market goes up, my financial advisor did a great job for me last year. Like, no, they didn't. The market did a great job. Mm-hmm. They had nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. And what really needs to happen is, did I build a tax plan? Yes, and I saved a bunch of money in taxes. Then you can say your planner did a good job. Did they build a legal plan that protected me against nursing home cares? Yes, then they did a great job. Did they help you spend more of your money and cut your fees so that the advisor doesn't end up paying for their own vacations versus yours with your money? 
Like, that's the fee filter, Randy. We have our fee filter. We run it for every, obviously, family, showing them exactly what they're paying in investment costs and advisor fees every year and over the course of retirement. And here's the feeling, Herder, Randy, for folks that have a million bucks, that number, you ready for this? Okay. Is usually around five hundred dollars or $600,000 over retirement. That is how much you pay your advisor for investments. Holy cow. And we'll show you. And then you can show it to them if you want, if you want to see them squirm. But at the end of the day, it's, it's inarguable. You take your 1%, right? Your 1% on a million, that's 10 grand. Mm-hmm. You know, Take another 1% for investments. That's 20 grand a year. 20 grand a year times 30, 600,000. Wow. It's not, it's not right. And this is the system. So what we want to do is cut those fees. We want to make sure we can cut them not just in half, but quarter them and show people there's a different route. For retirement that doesn't require all these ridiculous fees and all these additional costs, by the way, which none of which you ever see because they're netted off your gains and added to your losses in most investment statements. So you don't even see them. You might see your advisors if you're lucky, but the rest of them are hidden on purpose so that you can't do the math. So we do the math for you. We have software that does it all. That's our fee filter, Randy. And we do it for everyone because you should know exactly what is coming out of your accounts. You spent 30 years building them. You should know how much you're being charged. And if you don't, let us help you. Our fee footer, we do it at no cost for everyone, Randy. As you listen to the show and you hear Greg talk about the financial industry and you go, wow, I didn't know about that. And you think, I need to talk to this guy. Well, one of the things you might want to do is get Greg's book, which is fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. That's the website to go to. You can go to Amazon as well. You can use the keyword radio in there and get it at half price. You can pick up the book and you can find out all that Greg has to say about this industry and then sit down with the planners at Golden Reserve and find out how they're fighting back putting more of that money in your pocket. You come to the table with $500,000 or a million dollars for retirement. You want to use that money. You don't want to give it to somebody else for their retirement. Your toes should be on the beach, not theirs. Give us a call. Give us a look. Getyourroadmap.com. That's our website. Getyourroadmap.com. We'll ask you to put in a little information there, and then our team reaches out to you. Or you can do it the other way. You can reach out to us. 855-546-2074. 2074. So, Greg, sometimes when people sit down with you, they think they're going to come down and sit down as a couple, but something happened along the way. About 50% of marriages in our country right now fail. And we're finding out that seniors is about 10% of that number, people 65 and older. So they think they're going to have two Social Security checks. They think they're going to have a big 401k. And all of a sudden, all of that is cut in half. And it's kind of sad here. A man will see his standard of living go down by about 21%. A woman sees her standard of living go down by 45% if there's a divorce. So, Greg, this is a, a big deal. All of a sudden, there was two. Now there's one, and you've got to deal with it. Yeah, I mean, it's sad. I mean, there's no way around it, right? Like it's a tough. lot of times, yeah, yeah. you see uh, families that you know, the kids get out of the house, and they realize, oh, my gosh, we have nothing in common anymore. We have nothing holding us together. Mm-hmm. And that's probably where this number's coming from. And people are living longer. The fact that people are living longer and it's more socially accepted in that different, obviously, generation is driving a lot of these numbers. And they're real. They're very real numbers. And unfortunately, I don't think people do the math. I mean, the math is a very, very real reality for folks that are sitting there saying, all right, we have this house that's paid off. But to buy a new house now in this market with the new mortgage rates and all these things, you know, you get a lot less house. Maybe you get, a, you know, that's the first big purchase. Like, oh, my gosh, I don't get near the size of it I had before. Mm-hmm. The real estate piece is what really dents the income. And then, you know, obviously you're not sharing a lot of the expenses anymore. You know, you're not sharing the 
the utilities, the internet bill, the Netflix, everything's individually added on now. Yep. So everything doubles. So your expenses double. And I don't think people do that. It doesn't seem like a lot probably by and of itself, but then, oh my gosh, or groceries. You also bring up the fact that uh, as an individual, you're head of household. Now you're in a higher tax bracket. Yep. So you're 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 paying the same tax bracket as the kid who works at Burger King because he's single. So that doesn't seem fair, but it is. It's exactly right. And and I think you know we deal with a lot of widows, but we also deal with a lot of divorcees. Mm-hmm. And I think the planning it just makes it all that much more important that you don't lose, mm-hmm. and you need a new plan. And a lot of times we find that a lot of widows. Just like a lot of divorcees, one person controlled the finances and one didn't. And it could have been a man, it could have been the woman, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But if you're the person on the other side of the coin, you need to get instant, obviously, support to get a plan in place for you now. And I think that's one of the places where we really shine, Randy. I think a lot of times we do a great job, I think because of our elder care law roots, I mean, we dealt exclusively. I mean, obviously, we were in the world of planning for nursing home crises. So we were always dealing with one spouse, not both. Okay. And that puts us in a position to really understand that, you know, next generation or, you know, that spouse that wasn't involved that heavily in legal or finance and show them just how to navigate and how to build it. And we do it in a way that's safe and predictable and easy. And a lot of times we include the kids. I think a lot of people want to keep everything a secret because they're charging too much where we want to bring all the kids in as fast as possible just so everyone's involved. And they can see what's going on. Because I think sometimes they're like, is someone taking advantage of mom and dad? So bring them to the meetings, right? Like, you know, for us, it's a win. You know, we love to have... Obviously, the kids there because, you know, I think they love what we're doing. We're making it very easy and simple for them. We're protecting assets. We're doing all the right things, legal, tax, finance. Um, they don't have to go find three new professionals in their life. They just need one. Right. And, and I think that's a, a big feather in our cap when it comes to winning those cases and, and, and bringing them over and helping them navigate retirement. And they get obviously a little bit more red carpet. We understand they're in a tough point in their life. And they need a little bit more support. And that's why we're here. Obviously, we're the sheepdogs, Randy. We always say that, mm-hmm. uh, helping people kind of, you know, protect and guide them through retirement, protect them against the wolves of the industry, and be careful that they don't get sold something they don't need, which is what happens a lot of times because they're pretty vulnerable and they're desperate and they're scared and they want to trust people. Um, and a lot of times people take advantage of that, Randy. And it's disgusting. But, you know, it's something that happens all the time in our industry because there's a lot of money to be made on taking advantage of spouses that aren't that financially astute or obviously widows that are bereaved. So we're out there doing our best to fight back and hopefully, you know, the word's out and and people continue to help us get in front of the right people. Well, financially speaking, if you ask somebody, you know, what's the worst thing that happened to you financially in your life? And they'll say 2008, my money got cut in half. Well, that's what happens in divorce, too. The money gets cut in half. So now all of a sudden you're saying to yourself, hey, protect what's left. That's what I want to do. I'm, I'm a single person. I'm going into retirement with half as much as I thought I would. Well, let's have somebody who deals with that on a regular basis and can help you with that particular part of the concern. Here's our number. Here's our website, getyourroadmap.com. Start right there or give us a call at 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. We'll take a break. Come right back with more Expedition Retirement. After 30 years of working and worrying, are you still worrying about losing money in retirement? You've earned the right for your retirement and investments to be predictable and quite frankly, boring. While your life with friends and family should be the exciting part, we see folks using the same financial advisor that got them to retirement in retirement. The problem is that same advisor usually means the same risky and overly expensive investments too, with fees. You need to know what accounts can go backwards and by how much. 
That's why we run a market flashlight for every retiree we meet. It shows what's at risk and what that means in real dollars when the market crashes again. That way you decide how much is at risk, not your financial advisor. To learn more about our market flashlight and other retirement tools and how we can protect and guide you down retirement mountain, go to getyourroadmap.com. That's getyourroadmap.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, you can find us at getyourroadmap.com. So one of my shows that my wife and I watch all the time, Blue Bloods, Tom Selleck. And he just had a birthday. He turned 79 years old, if you can believe it. This is his last season. This is the last season of the show. They've been doing it for about 14 years. And as you remember, Tom Selleck was Magnum P.I. And he was actually interviewed just recently by AARP. And uh, they asked him about that, and I didn't realize he did not want to do that role. And here is why. Saying no to uh, Universal assigning Magnum to me was a big risk because I'd never been on the air. And they said, who the hell do you think you are? I said, nobody, but I don't want to do this. The guy's too perfect. And uh, they somehow <laughs> caved in and uh, did some a lot of rewriting. And, and this kind of imperfect private investigator that I love playing came about. I think the acting business is about risk. Good parts should scare you. Risk. It is the price you pay for opportunity. Interesting. Risk. It's the price you pay for opportunity. So that's the thing we talk about a lot, Greg, is people taking on too much risk, people putting themselves in risky situations. So you've built the roadmap with all of those things in mind, is trying to limit all of those risks. And that's really what it's all about, isn't it? It is. I mean, oh my gosh, Magnum PI, dude. That was like my that was like the cars, my dad my dad's favorite show, the Higgins, Ferrari. Yeah, the dogs. Yeah, it was so great. Eighties TV, right? Yep. You know, it, it was it was a special time. At the end of the day, we're we're built on a law firm chassis, right? We're a financial services company. Golden Reserve is a financial services company that focuses and only works with retirees, but we're built on the premise that I'd say we've got five or six attorneys that are now financial folks. So in the back of our mind, if you think about the legal practice, we mitigate risk, right? Mm -hmm. We try to remove risk from every situation, whether it be a contract, uh, a court case, you know, that's who we are. It's how we build things. And that's how we started building Golden Reserve, you know, back in 2011, um, when we said, you know what, let's find out what can hurt retirees the most. And then let's work backwards. And let's address those things first. Those things are hard to do. Most people don't want to put the time in to build a tax plan and work with CPAs. Most people don't want to sit down with attorneys and address long-term care. And, and, you know, people don't want to sit there and say, you know what, you're overpaying in fees. And that, that's a hard conversation to have. You don't want to insult people. It's just the industry, right? It doesn't make your person a bad guy or gal. It just makes the, the game kind of rigged. And, and we want them to understand that. Like, you shouldn't feel bad. Like, this is why we're doing this. This is the second opinion. This is This is showing you where you should be. Obviously, taking risks, you know, Magnum P.I. talking about taking risks in his 20s makes sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, anybody can say taking risks and home runs when you're earlier in your career, you have time to bounce back mm -hmm. uh, if you have a bad show. Where I think he would think differently if it was his first shot and he was in his 60s. Yep. He said, you know what, I need to I need to have a home run here. I, I don't okay. I can't take a flyer mm -hmm. on a risky role. And, and I think. That would change his perspective. And I think that's how we think about retiree. It's like, you know, you've already taken risk. You've lived all of life. You've worked for 30 years. You've built all these assets. Is this where you want to take your risk? Like, probably not. Mm -hmm. Do you want to put your life savings on the line right now? 
Probably not. Why? And, and then, you know, to me, I always go to the why. What do you really get? What's the benefit that your accounts are a little bit bigger when you die? And the alternative being that they're a lot smaller if the market crashes and maybe you couldn't do things in retirement. I could never get my hands around. It. I guess that's why I built the company the way I did. When I built Golden Reserve, I built it in a way where it made sense to me. Like, I don't know why someone would take risks they don't need. You know, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't make sense. That's not how baby boomers are wired in the Midwest. It's not Midwestern values. And when we think about that, how we've saved, how we've worked, a lot of times factories, hospitals, police, you know, firemen, whatever the case may be, you've, you, you have all these people, that, you know, that have built their, their life's work. And then to turn around and just start living differently because they got retired. All right, now we're, uh, I know I conservatively went, did without my entire life, but now I'm going to buy a Ferrari and put all my money into Bitcoin. Let's yeah. go. Nah. Like, no one's ever going to do that. Like, that's not how people in Michigan are wired. It's not people in Ohio or Kentucky or Indiana are wired. Absolutely not. You know, they are going to be like, you know what? I can do everything I want with what I'm doing. Let's break that down a little bit further. And I think, Randy, that's where we get a little bit ahead of ourselves, where we say, why does my guy or gal keep trying to tell me to take on more risks? And I think that's the important question. You know, why is such an interesting, I have twins that are three. So I hear the word why maybe 4,000 <laughs> times a day. And I have an 11-year-old. So she only says it when it's sarcastically inferring that I'm an idiot. Mm -hmm. As Lily always delivers the why very sarcastically and not and sincerely. She doesn't really know the why. She just is her way of saying no. Why? <laughs> Where my twins are why, 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 why? Mm -hmm. And, you know, Louie and Lola are, are, are curious. So I encourage you to do two things, to be curious and to be selfish. You know, and I think selfish sometimes gets a bad rap. You're allowed to be selfish about your family. You're allowed to be selfish about your friends. And you're allowed to be selfish about your money. And anybody that tells you differently is lying because then they're self-interested and there's something going on there. You can be selfish when it comes to your money. And if you're being selfish when it comes to your money, the first question you should ask is, why are we taking all this risk? I'm pretty sure I can go to Applebee's or Lone Star or wherever my favorite steak place is once a week. I go to Florida two months a year. We go on a trip that I want to go to. We go on a cruise once a year. And it feels like my accounts stay pretty flat. So why do I have 70% of my assets in the market right now when everyone's talking that there could be some bad stuff around the corner and there's some uncertainty? And regardless of all that, do I need 10% returns or could I be okay with 5 or 6% returns? And I know I can get 5 or 6% returns and take no risk. So is that 4 extra percent really worth me losing half my stuff? Hmm. And the answer is always going to be like, whoa, blah, 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 blah. you got to look at this and the Monte Carlo analysis and blah, 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 blah. they're going to make up a bunch of jargon. They're going to wave a bunch of fees and charts and financial advisors are going to say, wait a second, if you don't do what I say, I can't charge 1%. And they know that if you spend your money, they take a pay cut. Think about that. If they put your money in the market and then you take it out and spend it or put it in conservative investments like, you know, money markets, CDs, annuities. They take a pay cut. So whether you put it in safe money or you enjoy it, they make less money. That is a conflict of interest. I don't care who you are, what you're saying. There's no way to look at this any other way, Randy. That is a conflict of interest and shame on them because that means that they don't have your best interest at heart. They all say that they're fiduciaries. But how can a system that is incentivized for you not to spend your money be in your best interest? Because if you spend a dollar, they're charging you 1%, right? So then you're gonna, they're going to mm -hmm. make less. And they know that. 
So the more they can scare you, the more they can keep your money in their system and keep the fees charging and coming out of your accounts, that is their goal. That is the financial world's goal. Keep the money in the system. Hopefully keep them confused and scared enough that they don't touch it and we can keep getting paid. And that's the sad reality of our financial industry. And we try to change it, right? We don't charge a percentage. We don't operate like that. Gold Reserve is a different animal. Everybody hates us because we act differently. You know, we're, we're, we're the black sheep of the financial industry because we say that doesn't seem fair. It's kind of like at our law firm when we stopped doing billable hour stuff. It didn't seem fair. Why wouldn't you call us if you have questions and then get a bill? Like, that doesn't make sense. So we try to be a little different, Randy. I, you know, we're not perfect, but I know that we're trying to help retirees in a way that would make our parents proud. And, and, and that's kind of why Gold Reserve exists and why we do the roadmap. Well, anybody who writes a book who's in the financial industry and it's called Fire Your Financial Advisor – you got to believe this guy's just a little bit different. And that's really why we have this show, to show you that there is another way other than that system that the financial industry has built for you. Greg's book is Fire Your Financial Advisor. FireYourFinancialAdvisor.com is where you can find it and learn a little bit more about Greg, the way that we do things at Golden Reserve. And we would love to have that opportunity to talk you through it. Give us a look on our website. We have built this roadmap for retirement dealing with all the risks that we talk about. You worry about running out of money. You worry about getting sick. You worry about taxes. All of that is in our roadmap for retirement. Let's sit down and talk it through it and do the math on your retirement. GetYourRoadmap.com is where you can go. We'll ask you a few questions there. Our team reaches out to you or you can reach out to us at 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. Let's sit down and build you your roadmap for retirement. We do that at no charge. We thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you next week here on Expedition Retirement. Thanks for listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. To learn more about getting the help you need to and through retirement, go to getyourroadmap.com. Investment advisory services offered only through investment advisory representatives at Golden Reserve Retirement, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Gregory Ayler does not provide investment advisory services nor insurance and annuity products. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed are not designed nor intended to be applicable to any person's individual circumstances. It should not be considered as investment advice, nor does it constitute a recommendation that anyone engage in or refrain from a particular course of action. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Golden Reserve is licensed in your state, please contact their office. Golden Reserve Retirement LLC, Golden Reserve LLC, Golden Reserve Tax LLC, and Ayler Stallings LLC are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Legal services offered by Ayler Stallings LLC. Tax services offered through Golden Reserve Tax LLC. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through licensed professionals at Golden Reserve LLC. NPN number 1653411.